Chapters 12 through 16 of the Acts of the Apostles from the New Testament in Modern Speech. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. The Book of Acts, translated by Richard Francis Weymouth. Chapter 12 now about that time king herod arrested certain members of the church in order to ill-treat them and james john's brother he beheaded finding that this gratified the jews he proceeded to seize peter also these being the days of unleavened bread he had him arrested and lodged in jail handing him over to the care of sixteen soldiers and intended after the passover to bring him out again to the people so peter was kept in prison but long and fervent prayer was offered to god by the church on his behalf now when herod was on the point of taking him out of prison that very night peter was asleep between two soldiers bound with two chains and guards were on duty outside the door suddenly an angel of the lord stood by him and a light shone in the cell and striking peter on the side he woke him and said rise quickly instantly the chains dropped off his wrists fasten your girdle said the angel and tie on your sandals he did so then the angel said throw your cloak round you and follow me so peter went out following him yet could not believe that what the angel was doing was real but supposed that he saw a vision and passing through the first ward and the second they came to the iron gate leading into the city this opened to them of itself and going out they passed on through one of the streets and then suddenly the angel left him peter coming to himself said now i know for certain that the lord has sent his angel and has rescued me from the power of herod and from all that the jewish people were anticipating so after thinking things over he went to the house of mary the mother of john surnamed mark where a large number of people were assembled praying when he knocked at the wicket in the door a maidservant named rhoda came to answer the knock and recognizing peter's voice for very joy she did not open the door but ran in and told them that peter was standing there you are mad they said but she strenuously maintained that it was true it is his guardian angel they said meanwhile peter went on knocking until at last they opened the door and saw that it was really he and were filled with amazement but he motioned with his hand for silence and then described to them how the lord had brought him out of the prison tell all this to james and the brethren he added then he left them and went to another place when morning came there was no little commotion among the soldiers as to what could possibly have become of peter and when herod had had him searched for and could not find him after sharply questioning the guards he ordered them away to execution he then went down from judea to caesarea and remained there now the people of tyre and sidon had incurred herod's violent displeasure so they sent a large deputation to wait on him and having secured the goodwill of blastus his treasurer they begged the king to be friendly with them again because their country was dependent on his for its food supply so on an appointed day herod having arrayed himself in royal robes took his seat on the tribunal and was haranguing them and the assembled people kept shouting it is the voice of a god and not of a man instantly an angel of the lord struck him because he had not given the glory to god and being eaten up by worms he died 
but god's message prospered and converts were multiplied and barnabas and saul returned from jerusalem having discharged their mission and they brought with them john surnamed mark chapter thirteen now there were in antioch in the church there as prophets and teachers barnabas simeon surnamed the black lucius the cyrenian Menean, who was Herod the Tetrarch's foster-brother, and Saul. While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me now at once Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after fasting and prayer and the laying on of hands, they let them go. They therefore, being thus sent out by the Holy Spirit, went down to Seleucia, and from there sailed to Cyprus. Having reached Salamis, they began to announce God's message in the synagogues of the Jews, and they had John as their assistant. When they had gone through the whole length of the island as far as Paphos, they there met with a Jewish magician and false prophet, Bar-Jesus by name, who was a friend of the proconsul Sergius Paulus. The proconsul was a man of keen intelligence. He sent for Barnabas and Saul, and asked to be told God's message. But Elimas, or the magician, for such is the meaning of the name, opposed them and tried to prevent the proconsul from accepting the faith. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, was filled with the Holy Spirit, and, fixing his eyes on Elimas, said, You who are full of every kind of craftiness and unscrupulous cunning, you son of the devil and foe to all that is right, will you never cease to misrepresent the straight paths of the Lord? The Lord's hand is now upon you, and you will be blind for a time and unable to see the light of day. Instantly there fell upon him a mist and a darkness, and as he walked about, he begged people to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul, seeing what had happened, believed, being struck with amazement at the teaching of the Lord. From Paphos, Paul and his party put out to sea and sailed to Perga in Pamphylia, john however left them and returned to jerusalem but they themselves passing through from perga came to antioch in pisidia here on the sabbath day they went into the synagogue and sat down after the reading of the law and the prophets the wardens of the synagogue sent word to them brethren they said if you have anything encouraging to say to the people speak so paul rose and motioning with his hand for silence said israelites and you others who fear god pay attention to me the god of this people of israel chose our forefathers and made the people great during their stay in egypt until with wondrous power he brought them out from that land for a period of about forty years he fed them like a nurse in the desert then after overthrowing seven nations in the land of canaan he divided that country among them as their inheritance for about four hundred and fifty years and afterwards he gave them judges down to the time of the prophet Samuel. Next they asked for a king, and God gave them Saul the son of Kish, a Benjamite, who reigned forty years. After removing him, he raised up David to be their king, to whom he also bore witness when he said, I have found David the son of Jesse, a man I love, who will obey all my commands. It is from among David's descendants that God, in fulfillment of his promise, has raised up a Savior for Israel, even Jesus. Before the coming of Jesus, John had proclaimed to all the people of Israel a baptism of repentance. 
but john towards the end of his career repeatedly asked the people what do you suppose me to be i am not the christ but there is one coming after me whose sandal i am not worthy to unfasten brethren descendants of the family of abraham and all among you who fear god to us has this message of salvation been sent for the people of jerusalem and their rulers by the judgment they pronounced on jesus have actually fulfilled the predictions of the prophets which are read sabbath after sabbath through ignorance of those predictions and of him without having found him guilty of any capital offence they urged pilate to have him put to death and when they had carried out everything which had been written about him they took him down from the cross and laid him in a tomb but god raised him from the dead and after a few days he appeared to the people who had gone up with him from galilee to jerusalem and are now witnesses concerning him to the jews and we bring you the good news about the promise made to our forefathers that god has amply fulfilled it to our children in raising up jesus as it is also written in the second psalm thou art my son today i have become thy father and as to his having raised him from among the dead never again to be in the position of one soon to return to decay he speaks thus i will give you the holy and trustworthy promises made to david because in another psalm also he says thou wilt not give up thy holy one to undergo decay for david after having been useful to his own generation in accordance with god's purpose did fall asleep was gathered to his forefathers and did undergo decay but he whom god raised to life underwent no decay understand therefore brethren that through this jesus forgiveness of sins is announced to you and in him every believer is absolved from all offences from which you could not be absolved under the law of moses beware then lest what is spoken in the prophets should come true of you behold you despisers be astonished and perish because i am carrying on a work in your time a work which you will utterly refuse to believe though it be fully declared to you as paul and barnabas were leaving the synagogue the people earnestly begged to have all this repeated to them on the following sabbath and when the congregation had broken up many of the jews and of the devout converts from heathenism continued with paul and barnabas who talked to them and urged them to hold fast to the grace of god on the next sabbath almost the whole population of the city came together to hear the lord's message seeing the crowds the jews filled with angry jealousy opposed paul's statements and abused him then throwing off all reserve paul and barnabas said we were bound to proclaim god's message to you first but since you spurn it and judge yourselves to be unworthy for the life of the ages well we turn to the gentiles for such is the lord's command to us i have placed thee he says of christ as a light to the gentiles in order that thou mayest be a savior as far as the remotest parts of the earth the gentiles listened with delight and extolled the lord's message and all who were predestined to the life of the ages believed so the lord's message spread through the whole district but the jews influenced the gentlewomen of rank who worshipped with them and also the leading men in the city and stirred up persecution against paul and barnabas and drove them out of the district but they shook off the dust from their feet as a protest against them and came to iconium and as for the disciples they were more and more filled with joy and with the holy spirit chapter fourteen 
at iconium the apostles went together to the jewish synagogue and preached with the result that a great number both of jews and greeks believed but the jews who had refused obedience stirred up the gentiles and embittered their minds against the brethren yet paul and barnabas remained there for a considerable time speaking freely and relying on the lord while he bore witness to the message of his grace by permitting signs and marvels to be done by them at length the people of the city split into parties some siding with the jews and some with the apostles and when a hostile movement was made by both gentiles and jews with the sanction of their magistrates to maltreat and stone them the apostles having become aware of it made their escape into the lacaonian towns of lystra and derby and the neighboring country and there they continued to tell the good news now a man who had no power in his feet used to sit in the streets of lystra he had been lame from his birth and had never walked after this man had listened to one of paul's sermons the apostle looking steadily at him and perceiving that he had faith to be cured said in a loud voice stand upright upon your feet so he sprang up and began to walk about then the crowds seeing what paul had done rent the air with their shouts in the lycaonian language saying the gods have assumed human form and have come down to us they called barnabas zeus and paul as being the principal speaker hermes and the priest of zeus the temple of zeus being at the entrance to the city brought bullocks and garlands to the gates and in company with the crowd was intending to offer sacrifices to them but the apostles barnabas and paul heard of it and tearing their clothes they rushed out into the middle of the crowd exclaiming sirs why are you doing all this we also are but men with natures kindred to your own and we bring you the good news that you are to turn from these unreal things to worship the ever-living god the creator of earth and sky and sea and of everything that is in them in times gone by he allowed all the nations to go their own ways and yet by his beneficence he has not left his existence unattested his beneficence i mean in sending you rain from heaven and fruitful seasons satisfying your hearts with food and joyfulness even with words like these they had difficulty in preventing the thronging crowd from offering sacrifices to them but now a party of jews came from antioch and iconium and having won over the crowd they stoned paul and dragged him out of the town believing him to be dead when however the disciples had collected round him he rose and went back into the town the next day he went with barnabas to derby and after proclaiming the good news to the people there and gaining a large number of converts they retraced their steps to lystra iconium and antioch everywhere they strengthened the disciples by encouraging them to hold fast to the faith and warned them saying it is through many afflictions that we must make our way into the kingdom of god and in every church after prayer and fasting they selected elders by show of hands and commended them to the lord on whom their faith rested then passing through pisidia they came into pamphylia and after telling the message at perga they came down to ataliah thence they sailed to antioch where they had previously been commended to the grace of god in connection with the work which they had now completed upon their arrival they called the church together and proceeded to report in detail all that god working with them had done and how he had opened for the gentiles the door of faith and they remained a considerable time in antioch with the disciples chapter fifteen 
but certain persons who had come down from judea tried to convince the brethren saying unless you are circumcised in accordance with a mosaic custom you cannot be saved between these newcomers and paul and barnabas there was no little disagreement and controversy until at last it was decided that paul and barnabas and some other brethren should go up to consult the apostles and elders in jerusalem on this matter so they set out being accompanied for a short distance by some other members of the church and as they passed through phoenicia and samaria they told the whole story of the conversion of the gentiles and inspired all the brethren with great joy upon their arrival in jerusalem they were cordially received by the church the apostles and the elders and they reported in detail all that god working with them had done but certain men who had belonged to the sect of the pharisees but were now believers stood up in the assembly and said yes gentile believers ought to be circumcised and be ordered to keep the law of moses then the apostles and elders met to consider the matter and after there had been a long discussion peter rose to his feet it is within your own knowledge he said that god originally made choice among you that from my lips the gentiles were to hear the message of the good news and believe and god who knows all hearts gave his testimony in their favor by bestowing the holy spirit on them just as he did on us and he made no difference between us and them in that he cleansed their hearts by their faith now therefore why try an experiment upon god by laying on the necks of these disciples a yoke which neither our forefathers nor we have been able to bear on the contrary we believe that it is by the grace of the lord jesus that we as well as they shall be saved then the whole assembly remained silent while they listened to the statement made by paul and barnabas as to all the signs and marvels that god had done among the gentiles through their instrumentality when they had finished speaking james said brethren listen to me simeon has related how god first looked graciously on the gentiles to take from among them a people to be called by his name and this is in harmony with the language of the prophets which says afterwards i will return and will rebuild david's fallen tent its ruins i will rebuild and i will set it up again in order that the rest of mankind may earnestly seek the lord even all the nations which are called by my name says the lord who has been making these things known from ages long past my judgment therefore is against inflicting unexpected annoyance on those of the gentiles who are turning to god yet let us send them written instructions to abstain from things polluted by connection with idolatry from fornication from meat killed by strangling and from blood for moses from the earliest times has had his preachers in every town being read as he is sabbath after sabbath in the various synagogues thereupon it was decided by the apostles and elders with the approval of the whole church to choose suitable persons from among themselves and send them to antioch with paul and barnabas judas called barsabbas and silas leading men among the brethren were selected and they took with them the following letter the apostles and the elder brethren send greeting to the gentile brethren throughout antioch syria and cilicia as we have been informed that certain persons who have gone out from among us have disturbed you by their teaching and have unsettled your minds without having received any such instructions from us we have unanimously decided to select certain men and send them to you in company with our dear friends barnabas and paul who have endangered their very lives for the sake of our lord jesus christ we have therefore sent judas and silas who are themselves bringing you the same message by word of mouth for it has seemed good to the holy spirit and to us to lay upon you no burden heavier than these necessary requirements 
you must abstain from things sacrificed to idols from blood from things strangled and from fornication keep yourselves clear of these things and it will be well with you farewell they therefore having been solemnly sent came down to antioch where they called together the whole assembly and delivered the letter the people read it and were delighted with the comfort it brought them and judas and silas being themselves also prophets gave them a long and encouraging talk and strengthened them in the faith after spending some time there they received an affectionate farewell from the brethren to return to those who had sent them but paul and barnabas remained in antioch teaching and in company with many others telling the good news of the lord's message after a while paul said to barnabas suppose we now revisit the brethren in the various towns in which we have made known the lord's message to see whether they are prospering barnabas however was bent on taking with them john whose other name was mark while paul deemed it undesirable to have as their companion one who had deserted them in pamphylia and had not gone on with them to the work so there arose a serious disagreement between them which resulted in their parting from one another barnabas taking mark and setting sail for cyprus but paul chose silas as his travelling companion and set out after being commended by the brethren to the grace of the lord and he passed through syria and cilicia strengthening the churches chapter sixteen he also came to derby and to lystra at lystra he found a disciple timothy by name the son of a christian jewess though he had a greek father timothy was well spoken of by the brethren at lystra and iconium and paul desiring that he should accompany him on his journey took him and circumcised him on account of the jews in those parts for they all knew that his father was a greek as they journeyed on from town to town they handed to the brethren for their observance the decisions which had been arrived at by the apostles and elders in jerusalem so the churches went on gaining a stronger faith and growing in numbers from day to day then paul and his companions passed through phrygia and galatia having been forbidden by the holy spirit to proclaim the message in the province of asia when they reached the frontier of mysia they were about to enter bithynia but the spirit of jesus would not permit this so passing along mysia they came to troas here one night paul saw a vision there was a macedonian who was standing entreating him and saying come over into macedonia and help us so when he had seen the vision we immediately looked out for an opportunity of passing on into macedonia confidently inferring that god had called us to proclaim the good news to the people there accordingly we put out to sea from troas and ran a straight course to samothrace the next day we came to neapolis and thence to philippi which is a city in macedonia the first in its district a roman colony and there we stayed some little time on the sabbath we went beyond the city gate to the riverside where we had reason to believe that there was a place for prayer and sitting down we talked with the women who had come together among our hearers was one named lydia a dealer in purple goods she belonged to the city of thyatira and was a worshipper of the true god the lord opened her heart so that she gave attention to what paul was saying when she and her household had been baptized she urged us saying if in your judgment i am a believer in the lord come and stay at my house and she made us go there 
one day as we were on our way to the place of prayer a slave girl met us who claimed to be inspired and was accustomed to bring her owners large profits by telling fortunes she kept following close behind paul and the rest of us crying aloud these men are the bondservants of the most high god and are proclaiming to you the way of salvation this she persisted in for a considerable time until paul wearied out turned round and said to the spirit i command you in the name of jesus christ to come out of her and it came out immediately but when her owners saw that their hopes of gain were gone they seized paul and silas and dragged them off to the magistrates in the public square then they brought them before the praetors these men they said are creating a great disturbance in our city they are jews and are teaching customs which we as romans are not permitted to adopt or practice the crowd too joined in the outcry against them till at length the praetors ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods and after severely flogging them they threw them into jail and bade the jailer keep them safely he having received an order like that lodged them in the inner prison and secured their feet in the stocks about midnight paul and silas were praying and singing hymns to god and the prisoners were listening to them when suddenly there was such a violent shock of earthquake that the prison shook to its foundations instantly the doors all flew open and the chains fell off from every prisoner starting up from sleep and seeing the doors of the jail wide open the jailer drew his sword and was on the point of killing himself supposing that the prisoners had escaped but paul shouted loudly to him saying do yourself no injury we are all here then calling for lights he sprang in and fell trembling at the feet of paul and silas and bringing them out of the prison he exclaimed o oh, sirs what must i do to be saved believe on the lord jesus they replied and both you and your household will be saved and they told the lord's message to him as well as to all who were in his house then he took them even at that time of night washed their wounds and he and all his household were immediately baptized and bringing the apostles up into his house he spread a meal for them and was filled with gladness with his whole household his faith resting on god in the morning the praetors sent their lictors with the order release those men so the jailer brought paul word saying the praetors have sent orders for you to be released now therefore you can go and proceed on your way in peace but paul said to them after cruelly beating us in public without trial roman citizens though we are they have thrown us into prison and are they now going to send us away privately no indeed let them come in person and fetch us out this answer the lictors took back to the praetors who were alarmed when they were told that paul and silas were roman citizens accordingly they came and apologized to them and bringing them out asked them to leave the city then paul and silas having come out of the prison went to lydia's house and after seeing the brethren and encouraging them they left philippi the end of chapters twelve through sixteen of the book of acts from the new testament in modern speech recording by mark penfold